Hello everyone, I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast. Today we have a great show. We have Wade Lightheart on the show talking about digestion breakthrough and how to detox your gut. We're gonna talk about everything from hydrochloric acid to probiotics to enzymes, the number one mistakes that people are making in their digestion how they're kind of doing this piecemeal approach, like maybe trying some probiotics here, some enzymes there, and what they really need to do to get their digestion back on track, why so many people today have digestion issues, diagnoses, they're not absorbing their food, they're gaining weight or they can't gain weight. We delve into why all these things are happening, why people are so prone today. 25% uh, of the population has a digestive issue on a given day, and it's just, uh, there's solutions here. And I wanted to talk about this also, because if your digestion isn't really on par, you know, you probably shouldn't be delving into detoxification. I mean, we do have heavy metals that affect your, your gut and your ability to digest food, but you know, you really want to at least get some basic digestion improvement before you embark on a detox program. And so I had Wade on to talk about his story and how he helps so many people get their digestion on track. So I know you guys listening are concerned about heavy metal and chemical toxicity and you know, curious about how to do testing and have a lot of questions. Well, I created a quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com. Takes two seconds and after this quiz, you get your results that show you have low, medium or high toxin levels based on a bunch of lifestyle questions. And following that, you get a free video series that teaches you all about the basics of detox, where to get started, how to do testing, how long does detox take? I answer a lot of your frequently asked questions. So go take that at heavymetalsquiz.com. Our guest today, Wade Lightheart, is a three-time Canadian national, all-natural bodybuilding champion who competed as a vegetarian, former Mr. Universe competitor, host of the Awesome Health podcast, and he's one of the world's premier authorities on natural nutrition and training methods. Having majored in sports science at the University of New Brunswick, he has authored numerous books on health, nutrition, and exercise, which have been sold in over 80 countries. Wade also serves as an advisor to the American Anti-Cancer Institute and is the co-founder and president of BioOptimizers, a digestive and health optimization company. He's been in the health industry for over 25 years, has coached thousands of clients, and is sought out by athletes and high-performance-oriented individuals worldwide for his advice on how to optimize their health and fitness levels. You can learn more about him at biooptimizers.com. You can learn about him and his work and his amazing line of supplements there. Wade, thank you so much for coming on the show. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into health? Well, you know, it's uh, I'll try and be condensed because I think it's a, like everyone else. It's kind of a journey that has some key points. But for me, when I was 15 years old, three distinct things happened in my life, um, all in a very short window of time. One was my parents moved to a very rural area, which was like five miles to my nearest neighbor on a dirt road 
an hour to get to school, 15 minutes to get to the road, actually. So I was kind of ripped out of my normal social circle and my own connection and my peer groups and all that sort of stuff. So I had a lot of time by myself. It was in beautiful wood nature, but I didn't want to be there when I was 15. Second thing at that same time, just within weeks, my sister was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease, which is a form of cancer of the lymph nodes. And over the course of the next four years, I watched her go through the medical model before she died at the age 22, which set me up to kind of realize that, hey, you know what, your health isn't a guarantee uh, and your life isn't a guarantee. And so that had a big impact on me at an early age. And then the third thing that happened also within this time frame is my sister gave me a bodybuilding magazine and had a picture of Troy Zuclato, who was a blonde uh, bodybuilding champion. He just won Mr. California and these pretty girls. And all of a sudden, this dream of having muscles and living in California and going to Muscle <laughs> Beach and being like Arnold Schwarzenegger and all this came to my idea and having a lot of time on my hands and nothing else I could control and a lot of uncontrollable things. I began to discover I started work, built my own gym in a barn that was there and started training kind of like Rocky movie or something and reading books and learning. And so that was the one thing that I could take control of in my life in a very limited area. And I think anybody that's suffering from any kind of health condition or whatever that might be, or a way to detox, you have to realize is as bad as the situation might be at the time that you do have the power to take some control. And by doing that, that starts to open up things down the road. So later on, I went to exercise physiology, study in nutrition and university, which gave me a good background of kind of like the mechanics of everything, but it was very compartmentalized. In other words, there was no unified theory. There was no systematized processes and stuff. And so I was a, a little bit disappointed with that. So what I did after that point is I started looking for mentors in the health industry who were producing extraordinary results. Cause I said, well, at least they figured out something. And that became kind of my de, de facto model over the years. And after 16 years, and, and I also developed a bodybuilding uh, career. And at 16 years I, uh, of, of training and working with some of the best, uh, again, I have the best bodybuilding coach in the world. I got to represent my country at the Mr. Universe contest, which sounds great. So I won my national titles, my local titles, my provincial titles, my national titles, and I go to the world championships. It's my dream come true of all these things that you want. The pictures look wonderful. And guess what? I, after that contest, I gained 42 pounds of fat and water in 11 weeks. I went from Mr. Mar <laughs> Universe to Mr. Marshmallow. And I was, yeah, exactly. And I was left there and I was going, how is this possible? I've got the background. I've got the training. I've got the best coaches in the world. I've got extraordinary levels of discipline. And, you know, what, what happened? And I had recently ran into a fellow by the name of Dr. Michael O'Brien, who was world renowned for helping people recover from a, a variety of extremely severe conditions using things like detoxification through enzymes and probiotics and digestive health and recognizing that he said that all disease starts in the gut 
and that you needed to get this in order in order to recover. And so I followed his system, made the lifestyle adjustments, went through his process. And six months later, I got my physique back. I felt better than I ever had in my life. And I began sharing this message in the world. And we've been doing that for the last almost 20 years since that point. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people that are bodybuilding or trying to lose weight, they're, they can really be destroying their body following crazy diets and crash diets and, and things to purge water and all the things that they're doing and really takes a toll on their health. Well, one of the things that you're right, one of the things that we've developed at Bioptimizers is we have what we call the Bioptimization Triangle. And on that triangle, there's one side of it, which is performance based. One side of it is based on aesthetics and the other side is based on health. And typically the cycle of life as we go along is most people are kind of motivated early on with either aesthetics or performance. So maybe if they're a football player, they don't really care so much how much they look, but they're concerned about how much they perform. If they're more in the cosmetically oriented world, which is so much emphasis on how we look in today's world, especially with social media and all the pressures of all that, most people start out in aesthetics. And in either case, oftentimes people will make decisions based to get what's the cosmetic ideal in my case i was in a cosmetic sport essentially bodybuilding is a cosmetic sport it's how you look on a certain day and realizing that that was only one side and there was disbalance in this process and so then you kind of go well how do i hit this performance but then all of a sudden i've now compromised my health so the attention goes back on health so what we do is we help people navigate those various issues with our company and also to identify where people could be making critical mistakes that could be setting up for failure or if they've got in themselves in a little bit of trouble, how do you pull yourself back to kind of bring balance within those components of what we call the bioptimizer triangle? Yeah, I mean, so many people have issues with digestion today. So many people are having gas and bloating or they're eating food and they can't gain weight or they eat normal diets and they gain weight, uh, they gain a lot of weight. A lot of people aren't absorbing their nutrients. I think that's one of the hugest really wrenches or bottlenecks in people achieving their health goals. They're eating all this healthy food and they're just not absorbing it. So talk to us about your philosophies about the five stages of digestion. Yes, I'd be happy to do that. So there's a couple caveats before we get into this because people are like, well, why is this happening? If I like, how come all of a sudden my digestion doesn't work or why is everybody having these problems? And you're right, there's a hundred million people on any given day in the United States that are suffering from digestive conditions. And 25% of the population is either on over-the-counter or prescription medication for digestives. And Hippocrates, the father of, of medicine, said that all disease begins in the gut. Interesting, like thousands thousands of years ago. So it's fascinating that we are living in a time, and I'm going to get to the stages of digestion first, but I want to paint the picture of why this is happening. Over the last 100 to 150 years, particularly accelerated in the last 50 years since World War II, we have modernized food production and distribution on an extraordinary level that dealt with the starvation factor. Starvation is one of the biggest uh, killers of humans even today and has been throughout history, especially in the developing nations. But we've covered that in most of the industrialized world. The problem is what we've done to the food with the addition of oh, the monoculture farming, stripping out the nutrients out of it, genetically modifying foods, adding things like herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, various insecticides, 
uh, preservatives and dyes uh, and, and then uh, creating kind of hybrid versions of food that are n the normal digestive components with, you know, the extreme sugars and the flours and all these other chemical agents and things that we add to it have created a mosh pit that our human biology hasn't been able to adapt to in that distance. Like through billions of years, none of this stuff existed through all of, uh, all of the animal kingdom. And Although we've solved this problem, we, we obviously we didn't understand this is happening. And so what we're seeing is a widespread amount of digestion. And to go into your specifics of your question, the five stages of digestion relate to first, there's the taste, touch, smell of the food that actually actually starts to activate our digestive response in the side of the system. So for example, if I say sauerkraut and dill pickles, you start to get a salivary response inside your body. They're just, just yeah, just from the words. Or if you smell your favorite food walking by a bakery, there's an instant thing. Or you can, you know, the memory association with sights and smells and taste and touch and these type of things, you can remember, oh, this just reminds me of, you know, cake that grandma baked when I was eight years old, like instantly. And there is actually a biochemical response with this inside our bodies. As we bring the food to our mouth, we start to chew it and masticate it. And we break that food down. Some carbohydrates are uh, carbohydrate digestion enzymes called pitalin is released. And the food travels down the esophagus. Basically, your body is starting to prepare of what do I need to do in order to convert this into food. The As the food goes down the esophagus to the stomach, there's the stomach is divided into two stages. There's the upper cardiac portion of the stomach, which the food will stay in for the first 30 to 60 minutes. Now, this is where the enzymes present in the food are supposed to start breaking down in the warm, wet environment that is, is inside your body. Unfortunately, humans are the only species on the planet that eat enzymatically deficient food. In other words, when we cook food, there isn't enzymes. A lot of the processed foods doesn't have enzymes. Actually, all the processed foods don't have enzymes. And the way we grow our food is much more enzyme deficient than, say, what grandma and grandpa were getting 50, 60, 70, 100 years ago. So the food, just to give you an idea, a peach in 1955, the nutrient quality that you would require for one peach in 1955 is something like 100 peaches today. That's how much they've changed. So even if you're eating healthy food, oftentimes it doesn't have these key components. And enzymes are required from a uh, critical part of digestion to everything from thinking to blinking. They are the catalysts of the body, the workers of the body. After that first 30 to 60 minutes, you go to the next stage of digestion. And this is where hydrochloric acid is going to now be released into the stomach by your body. Uh, in order to produce enough hydrochloric acid, you need to have proper levels of hydration. And almost anybody that I tested in my holistic health clinic for years in Vancouver, they were chronically dehydrated, meaning they would need weeks to properly hydrate themselves, like uh, of, of really going at it because many of the things that we drink today are actually dehydrating. So, you know, coffees and teas and alcohol and beers and many of these sports drinks and juices and sodas and things that people like to have because they taste good actually don't hydrate us inside our cells and that interrupts our hydrochloric acid production. Hydrochloric acid produces two important components in our body. Number one, it is the frontline defense for all of the pathogens, viruses, bacteria, parasites, 
you name it, things that can screw you up <laughs> are killed off by hydrochloric acid. That's a disinfectant. That's its job. If you don't have enough, many of these organisms can survive and get through the body and cause all sorts of problems. The, the next thing that hydrochloric acid does is it begins to change the pH of that food chime that you've just kind of it chewed up and mixed up and all that sort of stuff. When it does that, some enzymes will become activated and some enzymes will become deactivated as that pH goes from either slightly alkaline all the way down to something around 2 pH, very, very highly acidic. This assists in the digestive process. When that stage is complete, your body releases what's called bicarbonate buffers, which is a fancy name for alkaline minerals, to buffer those acids. If you do not have enough hydrochloric acid, oftentimes people will feel uh, heartburn or acid reflux, which is interesting, because the esophageal sphincter at the top of the stomach will stay open because there's not enough hydrochloric acid. And of course, you go to a doctor and they give you a proton pump because they say, oh, or an antacid over the counter because they think that you have too much acid. 99 times out of 100 is you don't have enough acid. So it's kind of a counterintuitive component that people need to address. And, and the easy way to test for that is you can take a half teaspoon of baking soda, throw it in six ounces of water, stir it all up and drink it. And if you don't burp within five minutes, you are not producing enough hydrochloric acid. That's a quick and easy test to find out whether you're producing enough. And a lot and most people, probably 70, 80% of the population by the time they're 40, are not producing enough hydrochloric acid. So the minerals buffer these acids. If you don't have enough minerals present in your body, what happens is you can get little acid getting into the intestinal tract. And this is where you get things like perforated ulcers and gastritis and kind of these type of things. Assuming everything's working right, that food will now go into the final stage of digestion, which is inside your intestinal tract. And inside your intestinal tract, there's what I call, there's anywhere from 200 to 500 different strains of bacteria cultures. In fact, I call them the good, the bad, and the ugly. 10% of them are 10% of them are good, 10% of them are bad, and 80% are opportunist. Based on the diet that you're following, your lifestyle and your individual genetics and epigenetics and all these sorts of things, will determine quality and the amount of bacteria that are inside your stomach. So for example, my business partner is a ketogenic. He's on a ketogenic diet and I'm on a plant-based diet. Like we're as far apart on the dietary spectrum. We're dietary. Yeah, we're dietary agnostic. We think you should select the diet that's based on your lifestyle, what works for you, what's been guided by your professional to determine that. But I can tell you for a fact, his bacteria culture is going to be radically different. This is called the microbiome, are going to be radically different than mine because what you eat will feed some of them and starve others. And so again, based on the diet that you have, your lifestyle, your genetics and epigenetics is going to determine what strains of bacteria you have present. And that's why typically when you switch over to a new dietary protocol or you go through a detoxification process, you'll experience some, you know, sometimes some disruption or some discomfort for those first few days as the microbiome starts to change. This is natural and normal when you're engaging in any health altering program, whether that's a diet, whether that's a detox, any of those components. And some people start to panic and freak out. But basically what's happening is just these bacteria are in incredibly intelligent. They 
interact with our central nervous system. They create cravings. They create desires for food. They can produce toxins that give us gas, bloating. Uh, we can get brain fog or crusty eyes in the morning and all the or bad breath are the result of the bad guys creating problems. And they, they're also cooked into our brain chemistry. In fact, 95% of the neurotransmitters that allow your brain to function properly or to feel happy or to feel good or to feel connected are actually manufactured by these bacteria in your gut. And they also, there are bacteria in your gut that are essential for converting that food into the energy units or the building blocks that your body requires in order to function. So without these bacteria, you'll be dead. And one of the concerns that I have specifically right now is we have this whole antibacterial kind of craziness going on. And, you know, excessive washing, excessive disinfecting and all of these things that we're doing actually impacts the microbiome inside our body. Because normally we would pick a carrot out of the ground it'd have bacteria on it. Some of that bacteria is good for us. We eat it. Our interaction with other people is a natural thing that we build and develop our immune systems and our functioning. So there is a very important symbiotic relationship between the bacteria in our guts, our overall health and our ability to operate a world which is very misunderstood and certainly misrepresented by many people in the what I would call conventional medical establishment. And that's why they need people such as yourself, people such as myself who are in the naturopathic industry, the ND industry, the holistic health industry, who are trained and study in these areas to understand that, wait a second, you've got to make sure that you're putting enough good bacteria inside your system so you are able to digest your food and you're able to eliminate properly. So if you get that bloating, so generally, if you're getting a lot of gas, if you're waking up with the grogginess, the brain fog, chances are you're getting undigested proteins that are being eaten up by bad guys. They're pooping in your blood and they're causing this discomfort. And that's why you need to go through some sort of detox to clean these things out, starve them out, get rid of them, eliminate them so that you, your body can get back to operating properly. And of course, the final stage is through a process called peristaltic contractions, which is the smooth muscle along the intestinal tract, which kind of moves your food along, will contract and eliminate the waste out of your system. Now, of course, in North America, because we sit a lot, which is not how humans are designed, um, oftentimes we have low muscle tone that's inside our intestinal tract. And so this is where things like enemas and colonics and things like that can help rebuild the tone if you've lost that. And there's also uh, all sorts of training that you can do to activate your pelvic floor and connect with your core muscles and these type of exercises that you can develop with a professional practitioner to help you strengthen that up. So if you're having trouble with constipation or you're getting a lot of diarrhea, these type of things, oftentimes there is some peristaltic contraction uh, issues that can be corrected with some concentrated professional effort and doing some quick exercises. Yeah, that's a great tip. I mean, you you really went through that very, very thoroughly, and I, I really like that explanation. And, and so talk to us about maybe like the number one thing people need to be doing to fix their digestion. What's that? You talked about a lot of things. What's the, maybe the, where people can start? Yeah, first thing first, I would say start journaling. 
if you're having chronic digestive issues, you need to start connecting the food that you are currently consuming and what's causing the disruption. Does this cause heartburn? Do you feel bloated after this meal? Are you constipated or are you getting diarrhea? Are you feeling low energy? Are you getting a lot of food cravings? And by just taking a journal over two weeks to look at what you're doing, you're going to start seeing patterns in what happens in your life very clearly. You'll notice that if you eat this at night, you feel crappy and tired in the morning. Or if you eat this when you go out or you have this drink or whatever, and oftentimes there's an interaction with the microbiome. So there's no, that doesn't cost anything. But the first level of addressing a problem is number one, taking ownership of it and, and starting identifying. At that point, would probably want to get in contact with a professional who can help you navigate and isolate what is the particular problem that you're dealing with. And the reason why that is, is most of these challenges are so common. They've been solved by quality practitioners and they can say, well, you know what? We're going to start here. We're going to start here. We're going to start here. There are three areas that 95% of the people are having problems with. It's Either number one, they don't have enough enzymatic digestive power to break down the food that they're consuming. Number two, they don't have enough hydrochloric acid production in order to further break down that food and disinfect from pathogens in the body. Or number three, they have a disbalance in the microbiome. For a lot of people who have had chronic conditions, it's actually all three. You've got to cover that. And so if it's all three, my suggestion is to go on a intensive 90 days using enzymes, hydrochloric acid, and probiotics in combination with your meals in order to clean up the gut, reset it. If you can add elimination diet and, and, and do some detoxification during that time, most people within a relatively short period of time, 30 days they feel good, 60 days they start to feel like the mold cells, and 90 days is usually enough that they start to go, wow, I can't believe how much my digestion was impacting my my brain health, my sociability, you know, my cycle, my sexual health, my connection, my vibrancy, my energy. The bottom line is, is this is a very critical component that people today have to address because it's so widespread. Yeah, I mean, and your gut plays a huge role in your immunity too, which is a big, big concern right now. You have to have a healthy gut to have immunity. And so, so a lot of people do it piecemeal, like they'll try enzymes, so they'll try hydrochloric acid, or they'll try um, like different things, probiotics, whatnot. If people have tried those different things, what are they doing wrong? Why are why isn't that working? Well, great question. There's a couple of reasons why that's possible. Sometimes if it's a chronic condition, usually that's not their first choice. They've probably gone down the medical route. They probably went over the counter and tried some digestive age, which is oftentimes actually compromised another area. So maybe let's say, for example, uh, a common element, someone was suffering from heartburn or uh, acid reflux. And what happens is they went, you know what, I feel this burning. I'm going to go get the pink fluid or I'm going to go get the, the, you know, the, the little candies over the market that's going to take that away. And it works. But what they don't realize is they've now allowed maybe some pathogens to get into past that defense mechanism are now starting to grow in their digestive system. And 
that gets worse. So they go to the doctor, they get a prescription, they take care of that, but then they start to notice they get sick every time a bug's coming around because their immune system's compromised. They can't eat as much. So now they, they, they reduce their foods to something really sugary or something very processed because that's the only thing they can get down. And so these things start to compound. And at that point, what happens is they're taking kind of random pot shots. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. And what they really need to, as I always say, they need to come to Jesus moment and say, my digestive system is screwed up. And they have to look at it and recognize it's a single canal from your mouth to your bum. And just because food enters into the system doesn't mean it's inside your body. It's inside this tube. And if, and if this process of bringing it, turning that from what you was on your plate into energy units or building blocks is disrupted or, you know, these pathogens can get in your body and disrupt your health. You have to go, I need to do the whole thing. You know, I can't replace one shingle on the roof if there's a hole in my roof. Oftentimes I got to do the whole thing. You know, I, if my transmission's gone in my car, I got to take something else. If, I, if I've got, you know, split ends on my hair, for example, and half of my hair is blonde and half of it's purple and half of it's red. And, you know, I don't, who knows what my original colors at a certain point, you've got to just start all over again, get the expert and say, all right, I'm doing the whole thing. I'm going to go in. And from my experience, the sooner a person gets to that component, the faster they can turn things around. And you know what? You're going to have to take massive action. You're going to have to do all of the things I suggested. And guess what? Once you get the results, it's very easy to maintain. But but trying to do a little bit at a time often just extends the prolonged period of dysfunction. And the other thing is it often discourages you because maybe you were getting a partial result from that one item, but you weren't getting the full benefit of what you had and you lose face, you get distracted and you go down another route and you start getting, you know, this person said this, this person said that. And then what happens? You get left to the state of there's nothing I can do. And my, my experience over the last 15 years has told me there's a lot that you can do so not to get discouraged and get the right people in your corner to help you navigate it. Yeah, and I know a lot of women are discouraged because they, you know, they eat healthy diets and they find like they're just gaining weight. And I think, and they're having voracious cravings. And a lot of them, they're just not absorbing the nutrients from their food, even though they're eating a healthy diet and their body just calls out for more nutrients, more minerals, and they just have these cravings and eat and eat and eat. It's just vicious cycle. What is going on there? Well, you know, there can be a variety of things going on. And of course, with um, we're entering into a very interesting time. And I want to caveat this as well, particularly for women, because one of the things I love about women is they tend to do better of doing their research and getting the instructions and, you know, sharing personal information with other women. And I think that's a really wonderful thing. But there's a couple things that we have to realize that also can impact your digestive health. I think for women today, they have never been under more pressure and stress than ever before. And the, and the other thing is, is for 
you know, that we're into we're 60 years into the what I call the greatest biological experiment in history. And that is now women can control their birth cycle for the first time in history. And that's allowed women to participate in society in a way that they've never been able to participate before. So women are having children later or choosing not to have children. People are developing careers that were maybe not so available to them because, you know, they were child reeling all the time and all these sort of things. And what's happened is there's been a proliferation of both opportunities, but concordant pressures. So a lot of women are feeling they need to look like a supermodel, they need to be a supermom, and they need to have a billion dollar brand as well. And of course, they've got to be, you know, the, like, and, 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 and this, you know, the, the tantric sex lover at home. And there's not, and then they've got all this information coming in from Facebook and social media. And they walk by the magazine and there's just like all these airbrushed supermodels all the time. And then they read the psychological thing that was on, you know, the latest Oprah magazine about they need to do this and that. And the sheer amount of intensity and pressure and things coming on would stress out anybody. And, and coupled with that, that they might be and, and then we have all these hormone disruptors in their roles and we have all these chemical agents and then we have the time pressures where people are not eating so so if you look at all these things it's like no wonder we're trying to figure all this stuff out you have to give yourself a break and saying we've never lived in an environment like this as humans we've never had so many options but we've also never had so so many pressures as well so you first and foremost you have to be realistic and say okay obviously I'm not able to do all of this at once. So what are the priorities in my life that are mean the most to me? Is it my kids? Is it my career? Is it my husband? Is it my own personal health? The second thing is you do need to have your personal health really high up on that list. And that means that for a period of time, you might have to take a step backwards from some of the other areas and tell the people around yourself is like, I got to take care of my health because at the end of the day, if we don't have our health, we're not able to do any of that. And our health is not a guarantee. It's not something that just automatically comes with us. And especially in today's world, we have to recognize, you know what? There's a lot of agents that are really disrupting the natural development of health. And so Without a concentrated and focused effort and, uh, and, and an allotment of time, energy, and resources to it, the chances of you overcoming this over the long term, I think, are very, very low, unless you're super genetically blessed. And we all have a friend who just seems to be able to get away with everything and everything is just tra-la-la-la. You're like, well, why can't I be like her? Well, you just can't. Okay? Yeah. She's lucky. Okay? <laughs> I would love to be you know, six foot eight and LeBron James. I think that would be really cool. But guess what? It's not happening. I'm not playing in the NBA. I am not going to slam dunk a basketball and I'm not going to make a hundred million dollars a year. Okay. <laughs> God gave me what I have here and I'm just going to work with that and do the best I can with that. So I think, you know, giving yourself a little break, giving yourself a little bit of pressure, it could be a thousand generations before we figure out the whole new world with men and women and how things are going. I don't know how long that's going to take, but it's been billion years to get to this point. We're only 60 years in. Probably won't happen in my lifetime. So I don't have any expectations. I'm just trying to work through it as well. So I think we have to just put into context first where we are uh, in the health paradigm and give ourselves a break. And then also 
but not be a victim and say, here's where I'm at, here's what I got, and let's go after it. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this podcast with you because people have so much stress. That's the number one thing I address before I do anything with people. And this stress has a huge impact on your ability to digest food. And if you can't digest food, you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. And a lot of women are, and men are eating food and they're really good at breaking down the sugar and, and their body's absorbing that, but they're not able to break down proteins and break down fats and absorb those properly because their digestion is a mess, their liver's a mess, they're not producing enough bile, they don't have enzymes and, and whatnot. So there's just a lot of things working against people. And, and so it's so important to work on fixing your digestion. Probiotics are super, super popular. So a lot, there's a lot, there's a whole range, there's a wide range of quality of probiotics. Can you talk a little about that and the mistakes people make with probiotics and what they need to do instead? Yeah, great question. And so here's what happens. You hear an article, you see a thing, you do an interview and they go, you need probiotics. Well, there are literally hundreds of strains of probiotics. So what people really need is the right probiotic for that particular person based on their diet and all these sort of components. And if you walk into your typical health food store, you're gonna see probiotics on the shelf for $9, and you're gonna see probiotics on the shelf for $119. And you're like, what's the difference? And largely in part, most of the products on the lower and I'm taking advantage of people's ignorance. People don't know. Um, they'll cite some research or they'll cite some information. They'll get some, you, you won't even have living strains that you don't know if they're sustainable. You don't know if they're maintainable in the gastrointestinal tract. It's just banking on that because people go, well, I'll think I'll just get the $10 ones or the $20 ones. That'll probably work. They take them. It doesn't work. And then they go, yeah, I tried probiotics. And it didn't work for me. Well, they didn't know that there wasn't any live probiotics in there or there wasn't enough prebiotics. So what you need to do in order to choose the right probiotic is this. I'll give you a couple tips. Okay. First and foremost, you need to know that the product is maintainable in the gastrointestinal tract. So I'm a big proponent of shelf-stable probiotics in capsules, not in caplets. So it shouldn't be a hard cap. It should be in a capsule and it should be uh, dry. A lot of the ones in the fridge, the refrigerated ones, the problem with those are I'm in the industry. I've, been, I've worked in every in, part of the industry of nutrition. I've owned my own stores. I've been in distribution. I've manufactured myself. If they're dependent on temperature, the variances that can happen – between the actual production and the, them actually sitting in the fridge from those actually sitting in your house, the likelihood that you have what's inside of that is almost zero. And so it's a variance that I don't think people can afford. And oftentimes those ones in the fridge are, they're even more expensive and people say, oh, they're in the fridge. They must be really good. And there's some brands that are, they're okay, but it's a, again, it's a hit and miss. The second thing is, is the number one disruptive component inside of digestive distress is undigested proteins, inflammatory proteins. So allergic response, histamine response, the bloating, the gas, the, that, the, all that sort of stuff. 
all of that is re related to usually undigested proteins, which are causing your body to attack it as an enemy, or it's feeding some bad bacteria that's producing some sort of toxin inside your body. So you want something that can break down undigested proteins in particular. There are specific strains that can be developed for neurotransmitters, but I think that's a little bit beyond this right now. And the third thing is if you can find a probiotic that is maintainable in the gastrointestinal tract, in other words, they have a patent or there's some research studies that have supported that they have evidence to indicate that that bacteria has done that. And typically those are going to be on the more pricey side because in order to do this kind of research, it's not inexpensive to get the information, to prove that it works, to demonstrate that product has an efficacy and it allows you to be able to have a probiotic that you know, that can trust and that will actually work. So those are the standards to select a probiotic that I think is really, really important. So you have been in the supplement industry for a long time, you mentioned. Is there anything about it that you would want to change? Because like you mentioned, there's a lot of companies that take advantage of consumer naivete. And I saw like an, a product yesterday that was like a $300 bottle of silver, completely taking advantage of people. Is there anything that you would change about the supplement industry right now, nutrition industry? Oh man, would I ever, I would love to do that. You know, again, uh, like I said, I've worked on all levels that you could imagine in my history from you know, from, from, from farm to table and everything from formulation and the good and the ugly. Typically, I, and I'm, I'm going to be conservative here, I think that 90 to 95% of the supplements that are being produced today are absolute rubbish. It's a total waste of money. And I have a policy. I said, there's nothing more expensive than a product that doesn't work. So first and foremost, if you're going to select a product, select from a company that's on the premium side of the equation. You're gonna have a much more likelihood of success. Number two, that company should have a 100% guarantee on your product from the original purchase. So if you purchase a bottle and it doesn't work or you don't get that benefit, that company should provide you 100%. They should be so confident that when you buy that product that it's going to work, that they're saying, you know what, I'm gonna give you, a, if that doesn't work, let us know. We'll give you the money back. That way you remove a lot of your risk, particularly if you're purchasing what I call a premium product. Third, go with a product that has been recommended or suggested by, I would say, high level influencers, uh, whether that's your personal professional that's, you know, kind of being your guide through your holistic health journey or whether that's maybe someone on a very well respected podcast like a you know, a Dr. McCola or a Dave Asprey or a Ben Greenfield or any one of these individuals who get access to the best of the best. These guys get to curate everything that comes in. So, um, you know, they've spent 20, 30, 40 years sometimes of being able to get exposed to so many more products than you'll ever be able to. And when they give a recommendation or a suggestion, they've already done the heavy lifting because most of those guys don't want to damage their brand by recommending products that don't work. So that's another area that can really, really help you. I'm not a big fan of getting whatever the retail agent tells you in the store. The reason being there's often kickbacks involved, there's promotionary issues, there's margin components that the store will push certain products versus other products. And that well-meaning person may not inadvertently be giving you information that is not accurate. So do use, whether that's an ND or a nutritionist 
or an advocate online uh, at the highest levels to kind of give you your guidelines and make sure you have those money back guarantees on that first bottle. Those things will protect you so that you don't waste your money because there's nothing more expensive than a product that doesn't work. Yeah, I just don't understand people buying supplements at warehouse clubs and the groceries or like, you know, like the drugstore and, and these kind of like chain vitamin stores. It's just complete garbage and some of it is so expensive because a lot of people think if they're paying more, they're, they must be getting better quality and it's just not always the case. Well, you may bring up a very good point, particularly in the drugstore brands. Now, you have to realize is that a drugstore is in the business of making money from selling drugs. I find, for the most part, many of those institutions have absolutely the poorest quality supplements in the marketplace because guess what? They don't want that supplement to help you fix. They're just happy to take your money, see you get disappointed because you're coming back for the more invasive drug or the one that has the more complications. And there's a great book called An Ill for Every Pill, and it was the CEO of a very large pharmaceutical company back in the 80s who said, hey, you know what? We're doing a great job getting the sick people on our medication. We need to come up with a way to get the healthy people on our drugs. And that is when they started to manufacture all these different illnesses that they had pills for so that you see that commercial, you know, are you tired? Are you shaky? Are you feeling bad? Is your leg bouncing? Are you, blah, 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 you know, whatever you may have some complicated disease. Ask your doctor about whatever X. And the next thing you know, you're in the loop and you're taking one thing to the other and it's the prescription. And there's a couple things about that. Number one, when you enter that model, there's a certain specialness that we can take on about, I've tried everything. No, you haven't tried everything. Because if you tried everything, you'd be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> Very number, good point. Number two. If you're inside of those ingredients, you get a lot of attention. And a lot of people aren't getting attention in today's world that they would like. They're not getting the connection from their partner or their job or their family or their whatever. And all of a sudden you have a professional, someone of in a position of power who is giving you undivided attention for your situation. And on some level that can feed a certain part of us and getting out of that, you know, that cycle oftentimes is hard from a psychological component. So I do not underestimate the, the, what it's like to get the attention, to get this kind of stuff and to be going back and forth and having a discussion with your friends. Oh my God, I've tried everything. And the doctor said this and the doctor said that. And now I'm going to another specialist. And this whole story, you know, you become this health soap opera, you know, and it's the never ending thing. And there's highs and lows. We've got this person and that person. And now we're going here and we've got the kumbaya by y'all cleanse and all that, you know, they just kind of get kind of crazy, you know, and there's a drama and there's an attention. So we need to get rid of the drama and you need someone to give you straight up stuff and you need to not be a victim and you need to take control of your own health and do your research and, and try different things and maintain an open mind, but ask the tough questions and then mitigate the risk by having these safety things about people who are going to back up their, 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 the, the drugs or the nutrition that you're going to say. Ask the pharmacist, well, if this doesn't work for me, are you going to give me a refund? Ask the person, if this doesn't work, you know, and, and all of a sudden you start putting people on the spot. So ask questions, be direct. 
and and don't expect overnight miracles. Yes, sometimes and, and a lot of times people will take one of our products, for example, and they'll go, oh, my God, this fixed everything overnight. And it did. You know, like they had some particular digestive problem. And yes, they took that supplement, and fixed it. But oftentimes it didn't. We we're not able to deal with those underlying lifestyle issues that led to the problem in the first place. So it might be an alleviation for a short term, but oftentimes don't use that as a crutch and get yourself into trouble later on. I always say you can't supplement yourself out of a bad diet. You can't cleanse yourself out of a completely bad lifestyle. You are going to have to make the judgment and you definitely can't medicate yourself out of one of these things. That should be the very, very last resort. And even if you have to go down that resort, oftentimes you can rebuild your body by using these things, like going through these detox protocols, changing up your diet, getting some professional and, and doing some of these things that will ultimately lead you to a lifestyle that'll lead to health and vitality. Yeah, one of the, the biggest things that really bothers me when I'm talking to someone and they've, they have a digestive issue, they've gone to their doctor and the doctor says there's no treatment for this, there's no cure, like they have Crohn's or they've got diverticulitis or whatever is going on with them. And so they think there's, there's nothing that can be done for this. Any problem that you have, there is always something that you can do. Always. It's just your doctor has a limited toolkit or limited viewpoints or lack of training. They're not God. They don't know everything or have learned everything. So be aware of that. There's just, there's always something that you can do. And do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Anything that we may have left out of the conversation regarding digestion so far? Well, I think you bring up a very good point. And that is that no matter how smart someone is, they 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 only know what they've been taught. And with our medical industry, and it is an industry, they have a very sophisticated system of of putting you from one expert to the next expert to the next expert, and it's very compartmentalized. And in order to recognize what health involves, there's a holistic component. You need to understand the whole workings of the whole big picture. Now, many of us don't have the time to go through all this parts or get the nuances. And that's where you need those trusted professionals, the people who have been there and done that, people like yourself who can provide insight with all of the people that you've seen over the years that have you, you see patterns and you see components that that person isn't going to know or are going to understand or the doctor's not going to be exposed to. And those you need to keep positive. You need to keep moving forward. You're getting the things, try something, see if it works, mitigate the risk, go on to the next thing and take ownership. The worst thing that you can do is become a victim of your condition. Life is what it is. And whatever you've been given, well, that's the hand of cards that you've been dealt. That's not going to change. How you play that is going to make all the difference in the world. And what I can say when it comes to digestive health, we've got wonderful programs that you can follow. We've got a lot of experience. We have a very well-trained staff. I actually personally answer all of the questions that come into us, into our company. I've got thousands and thousands of responses that comes back to you. We also have guarantees on our products. For example, let's say you tried a product that didn't work for you. Not only will we give the money back if you contact us, we'll say, oh, you shouldn't have, the enzymes weren't what you needed. You need a hydrochloric acid. Let us send us a bottle complimenta try and see if that's going to help you. We also have some more sophisticated programs that people can follow and then how to select a qualified practitioner to help you with that hands-on one-on-one guidance that you can direct. We've got a course as well that you can learn all about these 
these little nuances on your phone while you're at soccer practice or gymnastics or, you know, waiting in line at the bank or whatever, you can put on these five to 15 minute videos, which aren't about supplements, but are teaching you the essential lifestyle components that allow you to integrate these things step by step at the pace that you want so that you can achieve what we call awesome health and it can be done. And that's your natural body state. It wants to be healthy. It's di- It's developed for healthy. It's a wonderful machine. All you need to do is put the components to, and that's a process. It may take you a month. It may take you six months. It may take you six years. But at the end of the day, it is there for you if you're willing to go for it and you're willing to do it. Yeah, and that, that's why I wanted to have you on. I mean, you're such a wealth of knowledge. You've been through this. You've been there, done that with your digestion, and you have amazing supplements for digestion. You have just a fantastic enzyme, a hydrochloric acid, which so many people are deficient in. You've got a fantastic probiotic. Can you tell us about some of those? And you guys can learn about these at biooptimizers.com slash Myers. And we have a 10% off coupon for you guys if you use Myers 10, M-Y-E-R-S 10, so you guys can get a discount and try some of Wade's products. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for bringing it up. And, you know, I'm so passionate about this because I really understand of how changing your digestion can really set the course of your life and change everything. There's nothing worse than, you know, suffering the embarrassment or suffering the the fear about having a disrupted digestive system and all the components that come with it, but also all the health challenges that that leads to down the road. I mean, right now, a large number of the patients that are going into emergency hospitals are due to gastrointestinal related issues that could have been stopped early on by these preventative measures that we advocate. So yes, we do have probably the world's most potent digestive enzyme. It's what I started with uh, years ago. We've got a third generation of it. Breaks down just about anything in anybody's diet. We have a gluten guardian product that for people who have trouble digesting gluten, we have an enzyme that actually breaks down that. We've got a, the, a, a very curated hydrochloric acid. It contains enzymes, it contains hydrochloric acid, it's got the minerals to buff the acid. And then we have a patented probiotic. This patent is actually, what we've done is we've taken a bacteria strain. And because we've heard about these super bugs and these super probiotics and all these kind of conditions that we're doing, what we realized is that in today's world, we needed to cultivate something that was even more potent than anything else. So we took a very robust strain of probiotics and we threw it in a toxic soup ran a sine wave through it to help some of them survive. So it's like the Navy SEALs training. And the remaining survivors, which only about 5% survive that that process, they mutated, become these kind of super probiotics. We grow them on very special mediums. And these bacteria were able to be proven in a patent that they had capabilities that far exceeded uh, anything else. So check out the patent. I'm not with all this kind of COVID stuff and all these sort of things with YouTube and other, I'm not able to say what that probiotic is actually able to do. But when you read about it online and read the patent, you're going to be able to say, holy crap, I can say that it is maintainable in the gastrointestinal tract. I can say that it makes that digestion. And I can tell you one thing for sure. It is absolutely fantastic for fighting off pathogens that could enter into your system. And We've been using this for years and years and years, and it's one of the reasons why our company has been around for 16 years. Everything that we do is backed by our 365-day engineering. So your first bottle's on us. If you don't feel an effect that right off the bat in the first few days, few weeks, whatever, call us up. You get your money back. So we take away all the risk. If you have questions, we have thorough processes. We provide you an excessive amount of information that you can choose to pick in what you want, how to use it 
how to stack it or how to really take it to the next level to really launch a super level of health. And I love education. I love what I do. I feel so passionate about it. I love, we read out the testimonials of all the people that have recovered each week to our whole entire team at the company every Monday morning. I love hearing about, you know, the little old lady in Nantucket that suffered from IBS for 25 years, the person that had been everywhere with acid reflux, someone who was gas and bloating or felt embarrassed going to her child's events because they couldn't stop the, you know, farting for Pete's sakes. We've also got an, yeah, we've also got an education program where I interview our uh, top researcher, Katrine Velinsky, on all of the different things you can imagine, like the specific conditions, um, you know, whether it's acid reflux, whether it's gas and bloating. And we go into an interview where you actually can hear her breakdown. So it's like having a $500 consultation with a world-class naturopathic doctor right there on video so you can save yourself a lot of money, get the facts so that you can go in and ask the questions and understand the situation. So I love it. We're so passionate about it. We're having so much fun. We're helping so many people. And I'm just so blessed to be uh, you know, connected with you because I know the work that you're doing is so critical. I, I've done detox protocols like the Myers Detox, and I think it's a wonderful program. And I think it's a, an amazing thing for people to engage in during their health journey and an essential component at this time in the world. So I'm so appreciative of you bringing me on here. I really appreciate it. And and hopefully some people will give us stuff to try and correct their conditions. Yeah, and I wanted to have you on because digestion has to be working well for you, not just for detoxification before you start on a detox journey. Because, you know, you know, if you're wanting to detox heavy metals or chemicals, but you have fundamental parts of your, your health that aren't working, organ systems that aren't working, like your liver, like your gut, etc., you know, that's throwing gasoline on a fire. And so we've got to get these basics on board, hydration, minerals, digestion, liver support, so that, uh, you know, you're functioning on a pretty good level. And then you can start, you know, working on the detox stuff and going to that, that next level and reach that next level of health. But we got to get back to the basics. You have to fix your gut. And you, I tried your products. You sent me some. They are unbelievable quality. They are top notch because I hadn't been taking, I take some enzymes here and there, but I hadn't been taking much else for a while. Hadn't really been taking any probiotics for a while, but I've been eating fermented foods and just, you know, feel like my digestion's, my digestion's pretty good. But I tried all of your hydrochloric acid and other products and it made a huge difference. And I was really surprised because, you know, it's one of those things where you don't know if like you're a fish swimming in water, you're just kind of like you're existing. And, but when you can, you you can take something that takes your health to the next level, then you realize, wow, my digestion wasn't really as good as I thought it was. And so I just feel like I'm having less cravings and I'm having less gas. And, you know, I just feel a lot better taking your products. So I wanted to have you come on and, and, and share that with you. Well, thank you so much. And I think a lot of people don't know how great their physical vitality can actually be. And I've seen over and over and over again that people start off on a detox program or they start off with one of our products and they start to learn and they start to assemble, as I call their Jedi Council of Experts to help guide them. And it becomes addictive and it becomes addictive in a positive way, not in a negative way. It's not like getting addicted to drugs or something that's kind of numbing you out. It actually starts to turn you on. You get switched on to life. You get vibrant in life. You get you that kind of childlike, hey, I'm so into this. And, you know, today as I get, I'm almost 
you know, almost up to into five decades on the planet here. And people are going, how do you have so much energy? Why do you have so much zest for life? Why do you? And I said, if you spent a day in my body, you would understand. And it wasn't always that way. I had to make those changes. I had to go through that recovery process. I had to make those changes. And for myself and all the people, the, th- the tens and tens of thousands of people that we've been able to help, I've seen people go through that journey. So your body is incredible. Uh, its ability to heal, its ability to regenerate, and its ability to have that zest for life. So if you want that zest for life back again, invest in your health. And believe me, it'll carry over in every area of your life on such an incredible level that you realize it's the best investment you could possibly make. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, Wade, thanks for coming on the show. And everyone, you can learn more about Wade's work, his business company at biooptimizers.com slash Myers. And a great deal if you guys want to try his stuff out, just use coupon code Myers10. So Wade, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Myers Detox podcast, where every week we explore all kinds of topics related to heavy metal and chemical detox, and just really trying to optimize your health in in every way possible, because this show isn't just about detox. You need detox as that missing piece of the puzzle for so many in their health journey, but we have to get back to the basics, and digestion is certainly uh, one of those basics you have to fix in order to detox successfully. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Talk to you guys very soon.